Welcome to Answer the Call. I'm your host, Kelsey Kemp. I'm an ex-tech consultant turned career coach, podcaster, and speaker, helping Christians discern their unique calling and create a career that's aligned with it so you could be as faithful and impactful as possible with the decades of work ahead. Here at Answer the Call, we gather around a new topic each Tuesday to help you gain clarity and confidence on what you're specifically called to do with your career, as well as I share smart strategies to actually help you get there. So my question for you right at the top of this episode is, honestly, do you want to be fulfilled in your work, in your relationships, in your hobbies, and in your life in general? Yes, obviously. You're like, duh, Kelsey. (laughs) And I would say yes and amen. Me too. We all want it. Yes, fulfillment is probably something that you're seeking and maybe even guided you um, in some underlying sense to click on this podcast episode or to be following along with the content I provide in general because we really want to learn how to optimize and seek out and set up, design a career that is fulfilling. So this is something that I'm going to help you identify today. Um, the whole thing, though, is <laughs> secondary question. How do you get there? Like, how do you actually find fulfillment uh, in your career? And we both know that chasing fulfillment can be a confusing, ambiguous process that more often than not leaves us feeling defeated, thinking that we just need to learn how to be content with what we've got. And listen, okay, hear me out. That is absolutely true to an extent. Um, contentment and having gratitude for what we've already been given is certainly a biblical principle and a spiritual discipline that we're called to follow. But there is a balance, and I know that you know this, just like admit it to yourself, there is a balance between surrendering and embracing the circumstances that God might have placed you in for a reason and also using the free will that you've also been given to make wise and faithful choices to make the most out of the opportunities you have at hand. Because one of the biggest wasted opportunities that I honestly see and have experienced for myself too is the wasted opportunity of not doing the inner work to figure out what fulfillment uniquely means to me and how to design a life that is faithfully in line with it. Instead of just like kind of throwing your hands up in the air and being like, I just need to be content. Yes, but it's such a wasted opportunity to not also acknowledge the opportunities that you have been given to use your free will to find what God made to be uniquely fulfilling to you and then serve other people with that. Because one thing that most people, I don't know, maybe you don't realize is that the experiences that trigger fulfillment for each person are completely unique um, to each person and can actually be identified, measured, and optimized, not just for our own happiness, because you know around here, um, I'm trying to support you in helping you find your calling and be faithful to fulfill that and use the opportunity of a lifetime of work to serve God um, and just as an added benefit, we get like just because God is such a good and loving father, we receive these wonderful feelings of purpose and fulfillment, like that are so much better than we deserve, but it's such a good gift. And I'm saying that because you know, if you follow around uh, with me here, is that the first goal that we have is not to just 
be happier, healthier, wealthier, and love our life independent from God, but just to be faithful, to use it to serve Him. And as a result, we get these feelings of fulfillment. So anyway, um, that is something that can come from you listening to this episode and learning how to identify and measure and optimize what fulfillment means to you in creating a career that supports that because it's not just for your own happiness it's uh, really to serve god and his creation better um because think of how much better you could do that once you realize what how to unlock that in yourself and then you have so much greater energy and passion um and more of yourself to throw into your work uh, and to love others better with, honestly. So um, today I'm going to walk you through part of a mind-blowing exercise that is just one of a treasure chest of life-changing shifts that I take my private career coaching clients through as I help them technically and specifically identify their unique calling, their mission, their purpose, which none of those are buzzwords, by the way, like I help my clients realize um, what they mean specifically and how to realize what those mean to them and actually use them and create tangible change in their career as a result. Um, But anyway, yeah, I help them identify their unique calling and then find a job that actually allows them to meaningfully fulfill that calling on a daily basis basis while getting paid to do so, so they can live a meaningful and impactful life. Sounds great, right? I know, everybody wants it. Um, And it's just my mission here to help more people realize that that is actually possible, and more so that's actually faithful to seek out and accomplish um, and design your life around as God intended it. Um, So, I'm about to walk you through this exercise that uh, it's honestly visualization heavy. So um, it is a visualization exercise, but if you're listening to this while you're driving or doing chores around the house or whatever it is, that's totally fine. Um, Go ahead. It is going to be so helpful for you to still listen in just for the couple minutes I'm going to go through this visualization. Um, It'll get your brain working and just revisit it a little later. Um, in your day when you have a few minutes of peace and quiet, so just close your eyes and get in a comfortable place and then do a little bit of journaling. Um, also, I want to give a warning that this exercise I'm about to share, it will take you back to visualize and reflect on your relationship with your parents or your guardian. And this is an incredibly meaningful exercise, but I do know that for some it can be painful if you had a difficult relationship with your parent figures um, or parent figure. Um, So please be mindful of that and gracious with yourself as you consider if this is an exercise that you want to reflect on at this time or if you would like to revisit this at a later time because it is super meaningful really worth it. I just want to be respectful of you and wherever you're at right now um, in case you want to revisit this later. And another question on your mind right before um, I dive in is like, wait, why are we going back and reflecting on like childhood or stuff with our parents? You will see. I will explain. Just trust me on this. Keep it open and playful mind. Um, And I just in a couple minutes after we finish, I'm going to show you the significance of exactly how this ties in to your uh, really uncovering the specific um, thing that unlocks the feeling of fulfillment for you, which is really, really exciting and cool. So just stay tuned. Anyway, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. Just first get in, if you can, a comfortable place 
and just relax. And if you're cool with it, wherever you are, like close your eyes and allow yourself to go into a dreamy state. And just relax and imagine the home that you grew up in. Go ahead and wade through your memories and go back to your earliest image of what it was like being in your childhood home with your parents or your guardian figure. Get out a notepad and journal through and out the thoughts that come up in response to the following memories I'm about to guide you through. So as you're relaxed and thinking back on walking through your childhood home as your little self is maybe walking through the halls and or being in your favorite place, um, go ahead and first think about the most influential people in your young life that might have been in that home. Your mother and your father figures and visualize them in the different rooms of your house. Now, visualize going into the room that represented your father figure. How does it feel to be with him? How does he treat you? Did he offer guidance or no guidance? Was he loving or distant? What were the messages that he gave you? How did he make you feel about yourself? Now, as your thoughts are coming together about your father figure, if you need to, go ahead and pause and take more time on that. Or if you feel complete and you feel like you're getting a strong intuitive sense of how you feel in regards to your father figure, now go ahead and visualize going into the room that represented your mother figure. What were your interactions like with her? How did she make you feel? What did she say to you? And what was the sound of her voice like? What did she teach you about yourself and the world? And any other questions along those lines, just to explore and be curious about the feelings that come up around your mother figure. And now feel all of those qualities um, that your conscious and subconscious experience in your family home is bringing up. And finally, think about this last question. And I want you to finish this sentence that I'm about to say. So as you're in your childhood home and thinking about your influential figures, think what I wanted most as a child and didn't get enough of is. And finish that sentence. What I wanted most as a child and didn't get enough of is. And just sit with that. Continue to feel into what your young mind and body experienced as you grow grew up um, and continue to explore that question and journal out a response to what I wanted most as a child and didn't get enough of is. Now, as the answer is sprouting up and turning over in your mind, just observe it. Hold that deepest desire there and really allow yourself to feel it. 
this desire that you most wanted fulfilled is actually now what you desire to make others feel. And by giving others that feeling, you actually receive it in return and finally get the feeling that you wanted most. And this feeling being fulfilled in both them and you as you give it is actually the greatest sense of reward and fulfillment you'll experience. Because this is the gift that you've deemed is the most meaningful thing that you could possibly give another person because it would be the most meaningful thing that someone could give to you. And amazingly, as you take someone through some kind of experience or in your own way, give them or encourage them in this feeling that you always wanted, as you see that affect them in such a positive way or in the way that they see themselves now or however you've encouraged them, it spreads that feeling of fulfillment in you. And that's the amazing thing about this exercise. And I'll give you my own personal example if that helps you have context for how this works and how it's relevant in your career. But first, maybe it's just kind of funny to admit something that I've observed is that for the absolute majority of people I've met, I know it's true that we really just want to genuinely help people and get paid for doing it. Life in many ways is much more simple than we make it. And these deep, deep desires that we have for like how we want to use our life and our career, for many people, it they would just agree when I say, So it sounds like you really just want to genuinely help people and get paid for doing it. (laughs) They're like, yeah, of course. And so this exercise actually reveals the specific gift that you want to give others, which in turn fulfills the gift that you've always wanted to be given yourself. And it really paints a more meaningful, detailed picture of what type of help or feeling that you would really like to give people. So this is such a pivotal insight that you could gain um, and crystallize and then use uh, in the way that you decide to show up in your life. And because if you realize this and feel into all the opportunities that you have to share this gift with people and you come into contact with, then you're going to be able to reap so much more purpose and fulfillment in the way you choose to go about your days, knowing that you can make a meaningful impact on someone. And because beyond personal relationships also, you could absolutely use this to consider how you could give this feeling to people in your work and in your interactions through your job. And even furthermore, if you're looking for a new career path, knowing what types of interactions fulfill you most and how you most want to impact people will move mountains in helping you pick a new job that's fulfilling to you. And like I mentioned, here, I'll just go ahead and give you my personal story with this so you could see how this tangibly impacted my career. So this exercise really did hit me hard um, in the best way. Uh, I think it was about a year ago when a mentor of mine um, kind of took me through a similar process and I've made it my own in a, in a few ways. But um, because when I went through this and realized um, what I always wanted most as a child and feel like I didn't get enough of uh, was the feeling 
uh, of actually, I just really wanted to be truly seen for what makes me unique and then loved and treasured and celebrated for those special qualities that someone might see in me. And the truth is, I'm sure that my parents were actually doing a pretty good job of this, but I always wanted more. Um, And people in my extended family, teachers, mentors, whatever, or childhood friends um, didn't really fulfill this very much. Um, So maybe that's kind of a a side note. Um, This is not an exercise to blame your parental figures or to identify all these ways that they didn't measure up or didn't give you what you want. Um, Because the fact of the matter is they actually could have been doing a pretty good job at it, but maybe this is such a, a core desire to who you are that you always wanted more and still want more of this feeling, whatever that is for you. And for me, it was always like I had this very deep yearning to be seen as unique and then loved and treasured and celebrated for the special qualities that someone might see as unique in me. Um, So, um, and I am, by the way, nowhere near qualified to settle the nature versus nurture debate, but I know that being an identical twin, if you didn't already know that about me, I'm an identical twin. My sister's name is Kirsten. Um, But anyway, um, I know that being an identical twin was already really hard for me. Um, It was, or it was actually really hard for me growing up um, because for the first 18 years of my life until Kirsten and I went to college in different states, I was actually rarely called by my name or spoken to directly. I was really always called twin or that one or her or whatever. Like nobody really cared to go through, I shouldn't say nobody. I think I'm kind of letting my honest child feelings like whatever or childhood feelings bubble up but it felt like um not many people at all wanted to go through the bother of um identifying which twin I was uh if I was Kelsey or Kirsten and then like caring to get to know me um we were just seen as this unit um and I faced a lot of pressure to look the same and talk the same and perform at the same level or better in every sport or activity that we are a part of. Um, and Kirsten was the measuring stick that people were evaluating me against and vice versa. Um, when all along, I really just wanted to scream like, I'm my own person. And because, and just because we're identical on the inside or on the outside (laughs) doesn't mean that we aren't totally different and unique on the inside. And I just wish that people would have seen me um, and acknowledged and encouraged me um, in my separate identity. Um, And that's not something that I developed until I finally got that separation in college. Um, So (laughs) anyway, there we have it. All I really wanted to be Uh, or was to be seen and celebrated for who I am uniquely. And then for someone to cheer me on to do something great with that special set of qualities that only I possessed. Um, And guess what? Here's where I make it relevant. Uh, Because this is literally what I give to people for a living. And it lights my soul on fire like nothing else. Honestly, it really doesn't. If you think about it, let me break that down for you. I help 
people see exactly or as precisely as possible what gifts and talents God entrusted to you and what specific mission he put on your heart to serve with those incredible gifts and better yet, what real job will help you or will pay you to fulfill that mission. Um, And so that I just absolutely delight, like nothing else in helping someone, not in a prideful way, but just in like the sweetest way possible, um, see what God uniquely placed in them, like how he masterfully designed them um, with these special qualities, and then honor God by helping them realize what they're also uniquely called to do with that. I love help, just like watching someone light up and be celebrated um, and feel like they're really using um, who God uniquely made them to be, like that understanding and then doing something about it. Because that, to me, that's like the best feeling in the world. And I love, love, love giving that to other people and then really tangibly helping them have um change and shift in a shift in their career so that they could use that and not just be validated emotionally but also financially and like tangibly as they see the impact that they're able to make with all those incredible qualities that God gave them so that is so funny and by the way like this exercise um I I I guess I was walked through it after I had already I was already a year into building my coaching practice I was establishing myself in this career path. Um, So at that point, it was really just crazy affirming um, as to why I have found this career to be so fulfilling to me. Um, But now I actually use this on the flip side or on the front end to help clients identify this and then use that in their career discovery process. So we could use this information in designing a career that will be technically satisfying and fulfilling to them. Um, But Anyway, so I really hope that you enjoyed this cool, surprising exercise. I have never um, had anything less than just like a mind-blowing response to anyone that um, I have walked through this exercise with. But um, if you want help understanding precisely what gifts and talents God entrusted to you and what specific mission he put on your heart to serve with those gifts, um, and you know, like I keep on saying, there really is a job that will pay you to fill that mission. So I will help you identify what that is and then actually get into it ASAP. Um, And if that is something that you deeply desire, then go ahead and pick a 30-minute slot on my calendar for us to chat this week. Like It is so worth it. And we'll get in that call, we will get to the bottom of what might be holding you back in your career and what your most meaningful goals are. And if it makes sense, and if we're a fit and there's mutual interest on both sides, we could discuss how my two-month career coaching program can help you identify your calling and find a dream, dream job that's aligned with it seriously, in just two short months or less. <laughs> so go to kelseykemp.com, click on the one-on-one coaching page, and hit the apply for a free consultation button just to set up a time for us to chat for 30 minutes this week to have a fun, objective conversation to see if career coaching is the right fit for you. So again, just go to kelseykemp.com and you'll easily be able to find everything you need there. So I really hope that this helped you. Um, well, really, I guess I, I my prayer uh, before hitting record on this episode is that this 
podcast episode would have helped instill a lot of hope for you that uh, fulfillment isn't an elusive topic. It's not an elusive feeling that you... I don't know, feel like it's just a hide-and-go-seek game of like, will I be able to have a fulfilling career? Um, I really hope that, especially if you're someone who has struggled with um, being hopeless, that maybe work is just a game of toughening up and just, I don't know, doing a job just to cut a paycheck and go on about your life, that I hope that this episode instilled more hope and faith in you that actually fulfillment is something that you could start seeking out now and in a very tangible way and serving other people with. Like Think of how incredible you'll be able to make other people feel as you realize that feeling that you most wanted um, for yourself and giving that to other people and then receiving it in return. Um, So, Um, I really hope that this has served you. And if you're one of those great people that is going to um, set up a time for us to chat this week, then I can't wait to meet you. But until then, I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next Tuesday.